Good morning, good morning, everyone out there in WKXL Radio Land. This is Jane Cormier, your host for Art for Living Today, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and of course, 101.9 FM in Manchester. And we thank you for being with us. We know that you you can be anywhere on that radio that you choose. So we're really grateful that you, you listen to us. And uh, we love to have folks let us know what you think of our shows. So if you uh, go to nhtalkradio.com, you can not only hear all the shows online that WKXL offers, but... If you have a comment or an idea, if you'd like to be a guest here at Art for Living, we're happy to talk with you. So Art for Living, for those that might not know about our show, is a show that's dedicated to things art and grace and good. And sometimes it's performing arts. Sometimes it is it's art uh, like our guest is going to talk today. So actually today we have a guest named Kaya Gable. Yes. And Kaya is, uh, I actually was walking down uh, town a couple weeks ago, and I came across this new, or I guess new, new for me, right? I hadn't really been in yet. This new business that is in where the old CVS was in downtown Concord. And I took a peek in there, and I was thrilled to see how that space was being used. She is the owner of D. D-Y- DIY. DIY DIY Craft and Thrift and uh, great we're going to have a great segment today talking about this I'm I have a good feeling and uh, so Kaya thank you so much for being here thank you for having me so you know what for folks that might not know about your business or what's going on downtown Concord with regard to the arts yeah why don't you tell us a little bit about your your business so DIY Craft and Thrift is a creative reuse store. Uh, we like to describe it as if Savers and uh, a Michaels or Joann's had a baby in <laughs> that we take in donations of people's used or unused craft supplies and try to get them back out into the arts stream. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So what made you think of that? That's pretty unique. So I was traveling, visiting my father in Texas about seven or eight years ago, and um, his wife brought me to the Austin Creative Reuse Center, which is a nonprofit down there. It's part of their citywide initiative for recycling. Mm-hmm. And it was in this little tiny strip mall and it was basically a closet it was this closet of just craft supplies and all kinds of things and it was amazing so I had come from you know very New England Yankee hoarders and that very you know you keep you keep things and and things are safety and that depression era mindset yes and um but I had never seen a store like this before um and it, it stuck in my head for years and as I traveled around, just doing you know conventions or other things, visiting friends, I kept finding these stores. Really? And I was so frustrated. I was like, how is there not one of these in New England? What yeah. is happening here? What's, am I missing them? So I started Googling <laughs> and I started looking. Um, there are two in Massachusetts now. Okay. Um, they only opened up during right before the pandemic or during the pandemic. Um, so it only lasts three or four years. Um, and I waited and I waited. And finally, my husband and I were like, we're not going to ever have another time in our lives to do this we Mm -hmm. might as well just take the leap and and give it a try Uh, what a great idea because you know what I haven't seen anything quite like it yeah and I'll tell the folks out there listening this isn't this isn't a closet 
No, it's not a closet. <laughs> this is a much bigger space, and yes. um, I think you, you do more than just sell, uh, right? Um, so technically, no. So right now, we have half the CVS. Okay. Um, and calling it the CVS is really the only way to describe it. Right. Well, that's the, how it's, our listeners yeah. would know. Um, right. So we have half the building and the back room. Mm-hmm. Um, the other half was rented out to um, Winter Fox Art Market, which right. was just an indoor art market that was separate from us. Okay. We, they just came in. They were like, you know, we have a very similar yeah. demographic. Graphic, and I was like, "Yeah, we do." And I'm not renting that half, so right um, now it's becoming Concord Artworks, which is going to be more of a workshop-based gallery space. Oh, I see. Um, okay, but my half is mostly just retail. We have a few classes, um, workshops that we're kind of playing around with, sure. trying to see what the community wants. But primarily, our um, mission is to keep things out of the out of the waste stream. Mm-hmm. All right. So tell us what for for folks that might not quite understand. Arts and crafts. Sure. Right? There are some that I'm sure. Oh, yeah. What, what does that mean? So what does that, you know, tell us so about that. For us, so for arts, us, arts and crafts means a lot of different things. But mm-hmm. primarily it's fabric scraps. It's yarn. It's paper scraps. It's broken crayons. It's those things that you look for when you're trying to do a craft with your kid. Uh-huh. You go, oh, man, I need I need that one thing to help them do this thing. Right. Um, we have a lot of grandparents come in doing, like, arts and crafts projects with their kids for Christmas and stuff. And... Um, a lot of card and scrap making materials. Um, arts and crafts can be anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is very much a mixed media heaven, isn't in, it? Yes. In that you know we're trying to sa- save whatever we possibly can and and you know bag up whatever scraps we can to still be used for something else later. Mm-hmm. So are you, you're for profit. I am right now. Okay. Um, we decided <laughs> we decided to go LLC for now because mm-hmm. I wanted to prove that it could be that it was a needed a needed market indeed um my experience when telling people i had this idea was 50 50 split of no one's gonna go and buy scrap fabric from you like who buys scrap fabric and i was like quilters quilters buy scrap fabric right um and then the other half of people were like oh my god that's amazing i can't wait to play like i can't wait and so my husband and i did a lot of research back and forth and there wasn't enough data to this very specific niche mm-hmm. of thrifting mm-hmm. that made us feel confident that we could immediately go nonprofit. I gotcha. So we're basically taking this first year as a, you know, we took out a personal loan yep. to just try to fund it and see what could happen. Right. And then once and we get... And from there you can. Yeah, exactly. So basically we're going to, we, we started, um, let's see, we, we incorporated back in June. We got our location opened in September. We're going to do taxes real soon with our, with our accountant and then go, okay, can we actually keep supporting this and then go nonprofit from there or possibly B Corp? We're kind of yeah. playing around with right. Well, you're Right. Well, it's a brand new business. It's a brand new and business. And so you're figuring things out. Yeah. We That's got a really lucky break on our rent for the CVS Excellent. there. Um, Excellent. Mark Siborowski has been fantastic as a landlord. Oh, good. Yeah. That's nice to hear. I mean, I will say that that missing or losing CVS, yeah. that big store right in the center of town, you know, which allowed people to go in yep. and purchase certain things, right? Yeah. Not not to mention, you know, medicines yep. and stuff. I think that was a loss oh, yeah. to downtown. Yeah, no. I mean, the CVSs as a whole have been moving to, um, they need drive throughs now yes. as a policy. So they oh, really yeah. couldn't make it work there. Yeah. Um, and um, Mark has been talking about rebuilding the building and, and making it into a different kind of retail space. And wow. he's been kind of taking his time with that, really developing the idea. Um, and so he didn't want to rent it out to anybody who was going to try and put in a bunch of time to remodel the inside. Yes. When he just needs to rebuild the whole thing. Because right. it's, it's a really old building. Yes, it is. <laughs> it still creaks just like the old CVS did. Yeah. Um, you know, well, we're doing, you know, the, the roof was leaking for a bit. So like, you know, we've patched that up and stuff. But right. he was like, well, but while we're waiting, while we're figuring this out, like, right. 
he didn't want someone to try and make it into a bank or like a hair salon and try to have to like take out all the carpets and stuff. Yeah, of course. Then you have to redo everything for that one thing. Exactly. And he didn't want anyone wasting that kind of money. He just had to tear it down in a few years to rebuild because structurally it probably needs to be rebuilt. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty old, right? All things need to be maintained. But for me, I'm just, I'm plugging in and and going in there. And so this is, this is both my, uh, my, my ad money Mm -hmm. as as being very visible on Main Street as well as, uh. You know, my rent. Visibility is huge, too. Like I mean, visibility is huge. Huge. For the a downtown community has been mm-hmm. amazingly supportive mm-hmm. and so kind. Isn't that great? It's amazing. Good to hear. Yeah. That's a good thing to hear. I Yeah. <laughs> it does our heart good to know that, you know, there's still support and camaraderie oh, and community based on oh, there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All, all of my neighbors in Concord have been amazing. So the so the arts and crafts supplies that you uh, collect. Yes. Um so you said scraps of cloth, uh, crayons. Yep. I mean, yep. when you come into your store, yep. how do you sell those? <laughs> it's not always easy. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, um, we never know what's going to come in for a donation. Right. Because it, it's, it's at absolutely random. We are at the whim of whoever feels that they can donate sure. stuff. So we have a lot of people liquidating like grandma's estate. Of course. Um, we have a lot of people in guilds, uh, crafting guilds who are like, okay, one of our members has passed. We've passed around their stash. And try to give away to whatever we possibly could. Right. And now we still have things left over because space is finite. Of course. And so um, Goodwills and Salvation Armies are wonderful institutions, savers. They're great thrift shops. They're primarily aimed at clothing, however. Yeah. um, Which is really, you know, it's it's important. It's a necessary thing. Fast fashion is a crazy industry. Uh Um, But when it comes to arts and craft supplies, especially when it's like a handful of loose beads. Yes. um, It very much is at the whim of whoever is working at that would right at that, would at want that store yeah um, or it can get thrown away uh-huh. so for us we do a lot of bagging and s- holding on to things in the back room uh-huh. and kind of like collating all these different things together so right. it's like okay these loose beads go over here some things are going to be sold by the ounce um, our fabric is all three dollars a pound for instance right now isn't that something huh um, that's and great we, we uh yeah, we're trying to just get it out the door, basically. For folks that are listening, um, if you're like me, <laughs> you have tons of stuff yes. sitting in your house and in, in our closets, in our attics, in our basements. Uh, and this sounds like a fabulous opportunity to have it be useful and, and give it for a good cause. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that when we come up on, on to the next segment. Awesome. We hear our music. That's our advertising music. Shh, don't tell anyone. Uh, WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Stay with us, and we're going to come back and talk with Kaya Gable from Do It Yourself or DIY Craft and Thrift and see how maybe we can work together to to get some donations for this organization. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. Here today, your host for Art for Living on WKXL, New Hampshire, NH Talk Radio.com. 
and uh, we're thankful that you're with us today. We have a pretty cool segment for you. Uh, art for living, of course, can mean many things for many people. I'll tell you what, arts and crafts can mean a lot to people, especially this days. Uh, whether you're talking about Michaels or I know myself in the old days, uh, maybe once in a while with my kids, I would do an art and craft project, but I do a lot more now, older than I did when I was younger. And I think that there is a big market for arts and crafts out there. We have Kaya Gable here from DIY Craft and Thrift, who has a brand new business right downtown in the old CVS, right on Main Street. And uh, she was talking with us, if you're just joining us, uh, in the last segment about how it started and a little bit introductory um, information. For this segment, I want to ask you, um, Kaya, what do you look for in donations? What do you find would be really great donations? And maybe what would you say, maybe not so great donations for your for your business? So that's a great question, actually. I haven't been asked that one before. Ah. <laughs> um, so a great donation is a diverse one of tools. Um, it's a lot of it's often a lot of older tools, actually. Wow. Um, things that aren't typically easily found anymore so we had a lot of um for instance we had a lot of um lace crochet hooks come in wow um and they're they're absurdly tiny because they're meant for like sewing thread and so they're very very small and you can't find those in really stores anymore you have to order them online special um that's cool it's it's crazy that's like history it's absolutely history We've (laughs) we've had some really fantastic antique pieces come in but they're very much tools to be used as opposed to just held on a shelf wow um but really um like we love when we get yarn in we love when we get fabric in basically any donation that's clean is a good donation okay um occasionally we'll get things that have mouse poop on them or other stuff, and we have to process those differently. Sure. Um, we're still looking for a good fiber recycler to use um, for things that we really can't salvage. Right. Other things we just wash ourselves and bring in again. Okay. Um, what about yellowed fabric? Is that something that can be saved, or is that... So, yeah, it depends on what you're using it for. Um, we've been recommending that people wash it a few times and then um, use it for stuffing for pet beds oh, okay. um, or for um, armature for sculpture pieces. Okay. Um, there's definitely still a good use for these fibers. It mm-hmm. just has to do with being creative with it and trying to figure out the most effective use. Which is probably a lot of what your business is surrounded by yeah. is creativity, right? It is. It and product is. and what to do with the product and selling the product. I mean, the entire business is probably creatively yes. generated. Absolutely, it is. And <laughs> it, it, it's... It's been such a fascinating look at to what people save and what people keep. Yes. And um, what matters to them. So some people will come in with a craft that they did for 30 years and they no longer can because they're going blind or because their hands are just not not arthritic. Yeah. But what's really great is that they want to share that craft with other people. Uh They want to showcase and they want to talk to people about it. And they want to, you know, if they can teach, they teach. Yeah. Um, but they very much want to share that love that they had for this for years. And they know that they might not be here forever yeah. and they keep going on. Sometimes it's someone young like myself who's just like, I really wanted to try resin um, and, you know, making molds and, mm-hmm. and really elaborate things and found out that I really can't stand the smell of it. Ah, how and would you know that? Unless how would you, you know it? that unless you did it? Yeah. And so they will then donate, donate the pieces in. Yeah. Um, they'll try and find a friend who can take it. But, you know, maybe yeah. you don't have a crafty friend. Exactly. You, and so you just bring it in. And we try to make sure if it's if it's you know if it's still usable mm-hmm. if it's you know paint we try to test all the paint and all the markers. My son is a twelve or 
almost 12 yeah and he'll test all the markers for me good. one day he'll just doodle around for a bit and he'll be like mom this one's this dead one's dead yeah no good and we'll try and recycle them or we'll hold them in the back mm-hmm. um i got really lucky early on i got to talk with um um oh my gosh a wonderful artist calder calder came in um, who was a resident artist at the Courier this last summer, mm-hmm. and she does mixed media and mixed sculptures out of recycled plastics. Wow! So she'll take like those broken pens and plastics, and she'll cut them up and make these amazingly detailed animal sculptures out of them. Oh my goodness! Um, she actually was a director um, on the board for the Austin Creative Reuse store that I first went to, actually down in Texas. Oh my goodness! Um, but she was up here as a residency, and so I, I emailed her, and she was like, "Yeah, I'd love to talk to you about how, how this works." How crazy is that? Huh? Yeah, no, it was wonderful. So She'll, she'll take like bottle caps and like carve them up to become like flowers and stuff. Mm. It's amazingly fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's pretty yet. fantastic, fantastic, fantastic that you went down or you were in Texas and you know yeah. had the occasion to meet and then up here. Yeah, no, you, you went, you you know, yeah, went, it's been fantastic. How crazy! I've been able to email a lot of different um, owners of these businesses. Um, because there's, there's like one or two per se. There's about 30 or 40 of the stores across America right now. There's a great index of them on um, indigohippo.com, which is another creative reuse store in out of uh, Ohio. Okay. And they decided they wanted to actually like index and take a list of everybody who did a creative reuse store like this. Oh, that's cool. And so there's an, a, they have a lovely curated list of all these stores. So you would like, you know, nice cl- like cloth, right? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be nice cloth either. Like if it's not... If it's not moldy or mildewy, uh-huh, right. like we can find a use for it. There okay. are people who are making quilts for the homeless who are just, you know, stuffing pet beds for the shelters and stuff. They uh-huh. are doing things and, okay. and it's been, it's been really fantastic. Okay. So uh, yarns, of course. I mean, because yes, yarn is a big thing right yarns, now. Yarns, embroidery kits, um, okay. half used tubes of paint. What absolutely. about like old jewelry? Yes, absolutely. We yeah. have a lot of people who come in for the old jewelry. Some people just love to just have old jewelry, old, yes. old costume jewelry. I know it, huh? And some people like to tear them apart and yes. use them for mosaic pieces yes. or for just all uh, You know, I have stuff. a ton of old jewelry. I yeah. should bring it over. I Because uh, yeah, just two days ago, I was going through my jewelry box and I'm like, yeah, I really enjoyed this, but yeah. it's not something I'd wear anymore because I'm, I'm older now. You no, know? absolutely. <laughs> and even like, you know, with broken clasps or like, it's like, oh, I, you know, th- these beads broke off mm-hmm. and I can't really reattach them. Like there are people who love to take these necklaces apart and replay with them yeah. and make them into something new. Isn't that cool? It's so cool. That is. That's great. Okay. So jewelry is a big one then. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right. So anybody out there, if you have a lot of old jewelry, if you donate it to DIY Craft and Thrift, right, you're you're making a new home. You're starting the creative cycle all over again. Yeah. So that's just a great reason to uh, participate. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right. Now, you had mentioned um, in the beginning that you have classes. And yeah. I would assume that the classes could really be you know, very closely related to product. Yeah, they can be. So at the moment, we're still slowly starting up with classes. We had okay. a few beginner sewing machine classes during this, the winter or the beginning of the winter in the fall. Um, my friend Chris is going to be teaching um, an intro crochet knitting a workshop on wow, Saturday. So that'll just be like a drop-in thing. Okay. And that can be anywhere from, I just can't figure out this increase to I've never touched yarn before. Please right. help me. Right. Um, she's fantastic. Um, and we have, a, we have a zine workshop once a month, which a is what? making zines. So zines are little homemade magazines. Um, they were really big in the 90s, right before the internet got really big about um, advertising Essays. Basically, imagine like a homemade Xeroxed blog. 
Okay. Yeah, no, it's really weird. So it's basically a printed piece of paper or many pieces. Okay. And it's a little manifesto or essay or poetry book that's done up with a printer and um, a copier. Wow. It's really cute. And they're having a little bit of a resurgence right now. Really? Um, and you have a class on that? I do. We have a little workshop where we teach you how to do like a one-page zine. And when is, and what is that? Is that on your it's site? It's on Wednesdays. Yeah, there should be a calendar up. It should be like the second let me, Wednesday. Let me get I back think. onto there, I think. Um, we had one last night. Um, it's being overseen by Meadows Madsen, who is an artist over at the Kimball Jenkins School of Art. Fabulous. And uh, So on DIYCraftandthrift.com. Yes. DIYCraftandthrift.com. That's a mouthful. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. Don't be sorry. Uh, right on the top are the titles of, you know, where you want to go so if we went to a cal- calendar of events right yes. calendar of events yes. and um i don't know if there's a lot on there this that's okay i mean it just yeah. tells us what what would be going on as yeah as, it's zine. a zine 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 yeah Let's like magazine zine. oh i get it yeah okay <laughs> duh Okay. No, it's okay. No, it's it's a really weird niche thing, but it's coming up a lot right now with a lot of queer culture and other things of like making these little tiny art books huh? that are very, very cheap to distribute. Okay. So you basically can leave them around places for people to find. I so gotcha. you'll see them in a lot of libraries and other stuff. Uh-huh. Very cool. All right. So that seems to be um, in February, that's going to be at 530 on the 7th. Yeah. Uh, that would probably be the next one that at least that's, lo- yeah. that's, that's on your... Um, yeah, we've had an interesting response. We've had a lot of requests for classes, but not a lot of biting back for classes. Mm-hmm. People seem to really want workshops more than classes um, in okay. that they can just kind of come up by and try something. Yeah. And so we're kind of trying to develop that right now. Yeah. Um, we had a really strong response to the store when we opened in September. Yeah. To the point where I thought we'd have to do classes just to keep making ends meet. Uh-huh. And at this rate, it's actually been more that the store has been taking over the retail side wow. has been so busy that like I have not had enough That's time. That's a good to, idea though. It's fantastic. Right? That's great. So we have the, the back pharmacy is actually a perfect little classroom. Mm-hmm. We have sink and counters and enough room for two or, for two or three big tables. Good. Um, so we're kind of just trying to feel that out right now and see like what format works best for us. If it's right. going to be just workshops or if it's going to be formalized classes or if it's going to be um, like make and takes for kids mm-hmm. where it's like, come on in, spend 10 bucks and then just try something new. Yeah. With your kids. Yeah. That's, that's fast. Yeah. Whatever. <clears throat> All right. We're going to take a little break here. Artful Living. Jane Cormier, your host. WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. We're talking about all things arts and crafts. So uh, hang, hang tight right there. We're coming back right after these messages. here, your host for Artful Living here on WKXL, New Hampshire, talkradio.com. Our guest today is Kaya Gable, and she is from DIY Craft and Thrift, which is located right down in Concord Center, right on Main Street. And if you're just joining us, we were talking about arts and crafts, and we were talking about the newness of this endeavor, um, how there's you know, uh, been something of a growth for for these donation businesses for arts and crafts and uh, your passion to be able to start one. Yeah. And you did. I did. Congratulations. Thank you. Because you know what? The starting is always the hardest part. That's what they're telling me right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, we were talking about donations mm-hmm. and I think it's important because a lot of our listeners are in the car. 
um, driving to and fro, and it could be hit or miss, you know, if they're getting oh, out. And they may- so I think, though, it's important. The donation aspect is awesome. Because I know for a fact that uh, there's tons of this stuff out there that's waiting for a home. Oh, absolutely. That's in people's homes. And yet, you know, it's not really common. Like, I'm fairly with it. But this is all new to me, what you're giving today. And it's sparking all these thoughts (laughs) in my head. So I'll bet you I'm not far removed from somebody that might be listening out there. Um, Things that they accept if you go to donations on DIY Craft and Thrift. Here are some of the things that I know I have. I'm sure you have. So all kinds of beads, old jewelry, shiny, shiny doodads, uh, any kinds of tools, right? Jewelry tools, wire, um, all that kind of fun stuff that you would use, like the pom-poms and the googly eyes when you had kids, right? But things like chalk, right? Glues, art paints, clean paper, right? Of course, scissors, rulers, crayons, markers, all of that stuff. The fibers, such as fabrics of all type, and you just want to make sure it's clean, yeah. relatively clean. It's right? relatively clean. It can be very dusty. Yeah, dusty's okay. <laughs> we, we don't want mold or must, though. Yeah. Right? Or, or buggies. Yeah. No, not no. ideally. Don't do that. That's not nice. <laughs> so here we go. Ideally, straps larger than five-inch squares. Yeah. Um, well, I assume that's for the for the yeah. That that's an ideal, but like it's not it's not a requirement. Right. Like I'm not gonna. I have never turned away a donation. Yeah. Um, that's nice. I have told people that you know a stuffed animal should go to Goodwill, not uh-huh. me, because uh-huh. I'm not really a stuffed animal place. Right. I'm where you make stuffed animals, but I like to describe it as you know we're kind of we're trying to be a an organized junk drawer. Yeah. Of that, I need that one thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to buy a hundred of that one thing. Yes. Because that's just kind of a. You just you know, need the one or two things. You just right. need the one or two things. You need yeah. the one googly eye set. You don't need to have a bag of 100. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people do, absolutely. Yep. But, um, you know, that one pom-pom to replace or to fix that Christmas ornament that got broken. Indeed, indeed. And so this is the place that you would go to do that. Yeah. Uh, knitting needles. Yes. Crochet hooks. Yarn, of course. Floss. Yes. Well, in this case, I mean embroidery floss. Embroidery floss. Yes. Thank you for telling no, me. It's I okay. did not know. So, That's what fine. what does embroidery floss do? What is embroidery that? floss? Is just a certain kind of thread that is. Um, it's basically plied together. So it's a bunch of different strands and held together. Okay. So DMC is a very popular brand for that. Um, and it's just you can like pull the strands apart to make it thinner or, oh. or wider as you need. Okay. So very cool. Yeah. Unused sewing patterns. Yes. <laughs> so for the people that did used to sew and maybe don't, I'm if sure the, they're if, if the pattern is still complete mm-hmm. and like all the pieces are there, that's yeah. totally fine. We yeah. haven't had we're not quite at the point where we have enough people to inspect every single sewing pattern and like pull it all out and read the entire thing and make right. sure every single piece is there. Right. But if if, if you know ninety five percent of it's there, mm-hmm. it's totally good to come in. Awesome, awesome. Um, if you have any sort of ribbons, trims, yes, we have so much ribbon. Oh, really? We're planning on doing so much fun, like ribbon ro- ribbon wands and like flower crowns for awesome. the uh, spring. We're, yes, it's so exciting. That's going to be a great. Great class oh, or a yeah. workshop. Yeah, right? we're, we're doing it as open workshops for that one because yeah. we want to make sure all the little girls and kids have like big <laughs> flower crowns. We have so many fake flowers right now that awesome. are so pretty. Yes, that's great. Those can be pretty pretty pre- expensive. They too. can be. They really really can be. And then they just kind of gather dust in other places, right? And or they get, get put into a box, right? So and it's put been, it stored somewhere. Yep. So this is how you can really reuse all of this yeah. stuff. Holiday cards, blank holiday cards. Yes. I had probably five boxes and I think I did throw them out. Yeah. Uh, that had assorted holiday cards oh, yeah. that I hadn't used in years 
And I felt really bad. If I wish I had known about you, I would have given you the cards. No, that's the thing. We, we have a lot of people who come in and, and are very much like, where were you six years ago? Where were you eight months ago? And I'm yeah. just like, I'm really sorry, but that's I'm here right. now and I'm trying my best. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You're doing um, what you can. I'm doing what I can. And we've already di- we've already div- like diverted like hundreds of pounds of fabric and yarn from waste. Excellent. We've had over um, a little over 300 donors already. Like the store is is bursting at the seams with stuff right now wow. like we're still recovering from the christmas rush yeah because um, we were not expecting how christmas on main street would be yeah which was crazy and wonderful but uh-huh. um we're actually closing down at the end of january for one week to do a reset good got a bunch of new shelving in and a bunch of you know gonna really tidy up the place and tighten up what wow. we're doing very cool yeah yeah and then you'll start going into the spring yeah knowing we, what's what exactly absolutely because there was so much that changed in the first month that we were open that we didn't expect right so. Well, it's, a, it's a business in action. It absolutely. Right? You're learning as you go. Yeah. Yeah. This is my Stain, first business. Well, I think it's it's wonderful. It's a wonderful idea, and I think that uh, you're in the right place at the right time. Very much so. Yeah. Stained glass and tools. Yes. I'm sure that that's a that's a really good one. Yeah. A really good class if you could do uh, one. We haven't done it yet. We're hoping to work with the uh, stained glass studio down the corner. Cool. Uh, we just haven't gotten enough supplies in yet for me to bring it over to her and yep. be like, hey. Great. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. A lot of these ideas we've definitely been having and very much just kind of waiting till we have a little bit more in the box to be uh-huh. like, hey, friend. Yes. We're tar- starting to work with the Concord Maker Space right now to do um, to host classes for them mm-hmm. um, down in downtown as well. Um, stuff like that. Awesome. Like it's- awesome. What about... Uh, candles so yeah we'll take candles um we haven't done any classes for them yet so mm-hmm. at the moment we're, we're, we're more looking for candle kits as opposed to just like candles know, bought candles okay um they're more of a decor piece and so definitely goodwill definitely will still sell them and, and make profit off of them gotcha um gotcha. and we don't want clothes no right. clothes <laughs> no clothes this is not a clothes go store. to Corey's closet or to uh, anywhere else like there's, there's so many great non-profit clothing yeah. thrift shops in Concord and in New Hampshire in general. Like. Mm-hmm. All right. So that, that's a pretty good idea then of what what stuff we yeah. can be thinking about. Because if you know and you run into it in the apartment or your house, yep. you could say, you know what? I can bring that over to DIY Craft and Thrift, right, yep. on Main Street. So can't really miss on that one. That's good. All right. So um, you say your manifesto means <laughs> a do-it-yourself mentality means doing what you want with what you have. Yes. It means being scrappy, being savvy, and using what is local to you. Yes. So um, beyond the, the fact that, you know, you're reusing yes. right, all of this stuff, do you have any kind of a long-term goal of where you see that you would like your business to be heading? I very much want the business to make to meet ends in the community and find other groups to help out with. Mm-hmm. So like, for instance, we're going to be helping sponsor the Kimball Jenkins School of Arts summer camp this year. They don't have enough space to store all the equipment and like random bits and bobs that they do with their kids every summer. Okay. They do a great day camp every, every summer if you haven't heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to be trying to supply as much as we possibly can to them because people will donate to them, but they can't hold them all year. They have they have classes going on. They have yeah, weddings and whatnot. Yeah. Um, storage, is, storage is at a premium. Right. We're seeing that all over the state right now with all the different storage units popping up and stuff. Yeah. Like storage is at a premium. Sure. So by having this, I'm hoping to be able to farm out my, my supplies and be like, hey, do you need all this fabric? Do you need extra yarn for this thing? Mm-hmm. Um. I very much want to use it to just make ends meet locally around the state. Um, one of the initiatives that we're doing has been donating 20% of all of our profits to a different nonprofit in the state every month. Oh, isn't that um, nice? So 
I'm not always on timely with that, but I'm definitely been, you know, once I yeah. get my, my month squared away, I go, okay, 20% off the top goes go. somewhere else. So, yeah, very nice. Um, December's is going to be going to the friendly kitchen. Nice. Um, and um, this January's will be going to Laps for Backs, which is um, one of our um, employees has a, her niece has a nonprofit for getting toys for kids and stuff. And so cool. she does swimming laps and things to raise money. And ah, it's really cool. Very nice. But, um, I, I very much wanted to be a community resource okay. and, and help the people around us. Um, so that's your vision. That's our vision. That's your vision. It's it's not the kind of thing that it can scale up. Absolutely. Like you can see it becoming like a big recycling powerhouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one over in Portland, Oregon. That's huge, apparently. And they have a huge they're like a big part of their like citywide recycling initiative and whatnot and like ah. state stuff. But like at the moment, I'm very much happy saying staying right in my lane of arts and crafts this is a specific niche that needs to be met mm-hmm. um, and meeting up with the different guilds and groups and clubs all around the state. Sure. So does your space right now allow you to do classes? Yeah. I mean, is it big enough to feel comfortable doing that? Yeah, we have um, the back pharmacy. So yeah. we ha- it, it has a bunch of tables. It has a sink. It has... Um, it's definitely a, about a, te- a, t- a ten-person classroom. Um, I would think that uh, summer workshops would be great. Summer yeah, day camps. Yeah, no, that's kind of that's what we're kind of we're toying with that idea right now. Cool. It's going to be about you know insurance and populating it and trying to see if we can keep up with the retail at the same time. Yeah. Because even though like classes and camps are so cool, but I want to really make sure that I keep my focus onto um, the retail aspect. Yeah. Yeah, which seems like it's going well there. It is. That's awesome. All right, so this is Kaya Gable that is with us today from DIY Craft and Thrift. And uh, Jane Cormier here, your host for Art for Living. We're going to be taking a little break, but we're going to come right back and uh, finish up our conversation, our chat with Kaya. So stay with us, and we'll we'll be right back. host here on Artful Living and uh, WKXL New Hampshire talkradio.com WKXL 1450 AM 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. If you're just joining us our guest is Kaya Gable from DIY Craft and Thrift which is a new store right downtown in the old CVS and uh, we've been talking about her business, which is quite creative. Thank you. Right? Sort of being a repository for all things arts and craft. And uh, let's let's ask Kaya a little bit about herself, though. So, Kaya, how, how were you from New Hampshire? I mean, give yes. us a little bit about how you're here. Okay. So, yeah, my family is all from New Hampshire, North Shore. Wow. Um, I... Um, my family's all been up from here for ages. Um, I moved around a lot as a kid with my family, with my immediate family. Mm-hmm. So I spent time in California and Texas and bouncing around a wow. little bit. But we came back to move here when I was about 12. Okay. Um, and uh, I lived with my great my great aunt and my great grandmother and I spent time with my grandmother. Um, my grandma, my grandma Fran was, um, she managed the arts and crafts section at the Ames in Seabrook. Oh. Right at the end there. And um, she would bring home everything that clearanced out. Really? All the little odds and ends and things that didn't sell. She wanted to try and find a place for them and stuff. And so that's where you got when it. she when she passed, um, there was so much craft supplies. <laughs> and like all of us in my family were very crafty anyway. So like we tried to pass it around and whatnot. But there would be things that like no one would want. Uh. You know, those really weird, kitschy, like flowery, you know, flowery buttons or things where it's just like, that's just not a useful button. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Um, and when, you know, my great cousin Shirley passed, like, you know, the one thing in her will that was like really explicit was Kai gets the craft supplies. She'll figure out what to do with them. <laughs> and so I would go through these boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff from, Holy you know, tw- you know from, from generations um, of my family. And I got really good at it. I got really good at just condensing boxes and being like, this is useful. This is not. This is too sun damaged to use anymore. It's it's flaking off in my hands. Yes. Um, and uh, I loved using the things that I could find. Really? As opposed to just things I could buy. Yeah. And I loved being able to find the, just these weird, strange, off-brand items. Isn't that and interesting, huh? things. Yeah. So this is when I found this store model out down Texas I was just so in, enamored I was like this is the, this is the missing piece of like my life what, yeah, it was your life this? that's right I was like I've been doing this for years and I never <laughs> thought about selling it like this because no one wants to go through a goodwill and just like shuffle through like scraps of you know, you lace know whatever things. right um, and uh, then I just I ruminated on it for about six years I just kind of sat and did a lot of research and thought about what wow. I would want to do with this business um, Did you have any other any other like anything else that you wanted to do? When you... I, I raised my kid. I homeschooled my son for a few years. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I dabbled in a bunch of different things. Okay. Um, so you like pretty much stay home mom, stay home take mom. care. Yeah, I, business. I, I took a lot care of a lot of family members who were getting ill. You mm-hmm. know, my mom and I both found ourselves in we you know we we didn't go out to be stay at home moms necessarily. Yeah, but, I gotcha. But we we ended up doing that and then finding a lot of like oh. So and so needs to get driven to the doctor's office. Yeah. Like so and so needs this. Isn't like, that nice? And so we just kind of fell into that caregiver slash uh, you know that missing piece role of so and so needs to keep working. I tell you what, Kaya. I mean, the truth of the matter is, is that's how in in generations past it was. Yeah. Right. There were people that worked together yep. to assist family, the family unit, absolutely, and and the extended family unit. Yeah. I'm not sure that um, people today really understand how important that was for the culture. It really, really was. And one of the things that this business model like lent to me was this feeling of I could still meet those needs sure. in my community by trying to help with that right. little thing. It's an extension. Um, it's an extension of that, absolutely. So it's uh, it's very dear to my heart. Isn't that something, huh? Yeah. Yeah, something you wouldn't necessarily think at the beginning. No, not at would all. Would end up bringing you here. The amount of people that come in through the doors and end up finding the thing that they didn't think they could find. Yeah. Um, a sewing pattern that their grandma had they lost kind of thing. Wow. Um, I had a necklace charm come in that actually matched one that I had as a little kid that I had lost. Really? Yeah, my aunt had bought me this little, like, tiny little opal charm as a little girl. And, you know, that that that, that first time as a small child, you get, like, your first fancy jewelry. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, my gosh, I'm the prettiest princess of this piece. <laughs> Someone brought in a bunch of findings and pieces, and I was digging through, like, you know, separating them out, like, okay, this will get bagged for 25 cents, this yeah. is for 50. And I pulled this out, and I was like... Oh my this goodness. is the exact same pendant I had that I lost as a small child because, of course, you wore it to death, right? Of course. The, ne- you know, the chain breaks and you're like, I've lost my favorite piece of jewelry. Yeah. And I was just like, this is another little sign. Like, there's been so many serendipitous moments. Yes. In That's this. how you know it's right. Yeah. People who will come in and be like, oh my gosh, this yarn was discontinued and now I can finish that shawl that I was working Wonderful. on. Wonderful. Or, you know, all kinds of things. Like, it's been, it's very much that missing piece. I think that we're we're figuring out Hopefully we are anyway. In in the scope of the growth of technology that we've had in the past, you know, 15, 20 years, mm-hmm. that the true m- momentous moments in our life are small. Yeah. They're not necessarily the big things that you think, especially as you age. Absolutely. That you remember that little opal. Right. Right. And you found it. And here it was. 
in a junk bag. That's a moment. Yeah. And that's a moment that you might never yeah. have had, right? No, absolutely. So I think that the transporting back when you're available to understand how important the now and the small are yep. makes all the difference in having a great life. Yeah. You know? It doesn't take big. It does not. No, it doesn't. And and it's been so fun seeing these little things mm. ripple out and make big effects in our community. Yeah, and people come great. back and show us things that they've made. And it's it's been really nice. That's awesome. That is awesome. And really, you're brand new. You just started in September. Yeah. No, we just opened, we opened our doors in September. Holy moly. Um, and it has been whirlwind since then. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. So what are your dates? What are When are you open? So we're open Wednesday, um, Wednesday through Saturday from okay. 10 to 6. Okay. And then we're open on Sundays right now, but we're probably not going to be for until the spring just okay. because winter is very slow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but our website is updated with all of that. Um, okay. Follow us on our Instagram, which is also DIY Craft and Thrift because mm-hmm. I will post um, our color of the day on there. We'll do $1 yarn um, oh, and like cool. every different day is a different color. Um Wow, but, you know um, what? Yeah. Our general manager here, WKXL, <laughs> she is a wonderful knitter. Yeah, and really loves it. And we get we get good stuff in too. It's not just like you know the the really like cheap no. acrylic yarn. We'll get mm-hmm. alpaca. We'll get beautiful things sure. in there. That people are just like, I can't knit anymore. Yeah, somebody should benefit from this. And so selling it for two dollars a skein is like. And you know, you a never steal. know. You might see something that is oh, it's so amazing. different, it's so and good. you wouldn't have noticed. You wouldn't have even seen it if you yeah. hadn't gone. Oh, so absolutely, you have to go for anyone that thinks that uh, thrift stores or you know the smaller uh, stores that are out there. You should always consignment stores. You should always go to them because yeah. they really do have things. The hashtag is shop secondhand first. Yeah, because if you shop secondhand first, even if you don't find it, you've still given that a try. Yeah, and then you can go to the big stores. I totally agree with that. Yeah. I almost I don't buy. Um, I've just always had a thing about secondhand clothes off the off the rack. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's just me. Yeah, it's okay. But you know what? Anything else? Books, yeah. old books, old jewelry, furniture. old furniture. My yeah. whole my whole place is just all older yeah. furniture. There's I don't think any pieces in there that are that <laughs> are newer than like 1940. Yeah, uh, and much older. So yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I, we thrift almost everything in our store from all of our like almost all of our furniture is thrifted. The occasional like one or two pieces good. of like shoot, I need a drawer here from Walmart. Yeah, but like otherwise everything is. You know, I've gotten everything from businesses going out of business, out of say, you know, yeah. under, under, going under um, Facebook Marketplace. I'm constantly trolling yeah. for those special finds. I love to that try and stuff. Make that. I think it's going to get hotter and hotter too. You know, it, the more yeah. the more we are playing the technology game, I think that more and more people are starting to connect absolutely with local and and not mainstream. Yes, you know? very much so. It's yeah. how you stand out from the crowd. Yeah, absolutely. So that that's a big plus for your business. It's, yeah, I know it is. Yeah. It's been fascinating, like watching the different trends for secondhand shops and whatnot and mm-hmm. trying to, de- to de- uh, delineate between clothing stores and furniture stores because this is a completely separate thing. Totally. Um, Very different. The closest thing we've got in state is um, the Habitat for Humanity restores. Mm-hmm. We have one, and there's one up in... Um, Plymouth, there's one in Newington. Those are great, they, okay. but they're, they focus mostly on construction materials and furniture. Yeah. Um, but they're, it's still, shop secondhand first. Yeah, Like, it's absolutely. so good. Absolutely, and it's the same idea. Your, your product is arts and crafts. Yeah. So, uh, Wednesday through Saturday, you said yes. 10 to 6. Yep. Right now, Sunday. Right but now, that we do probably... Sundays from 10 to 4. Okay. And then we'll, we'll yeah, we'll probably... Uh, 
adapt that for February, March, depending on weather. Right. And, and then, then the spring pop open. Yeah. And uh, you're going to be closed, you said again? Uh, the 21st through the 28th of January for a reset. Okay. So that's pretty much when this will be running. Yeah. So. Sorry, guys. No, that's, that's <laughs> fine. Now they know, right? Yeah. And, no, January's pretty dead for the most part because post-Christmas and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have people coming in, but... I've got new shelving. We've yeah. gotten so many different donations from Christmas sure. that we have to just reset the whole store. Of course, and, and, and you so, should. So basically, come February, it's gonna be it's gonna be so much fun. There we go. It's gonna and, be and bonkers. You, if you heard, if you're hearing this program now, you just have to wait a week. Yeah. And uh, go in and see yep. the revamped version. Yeah. Shoot right? me an email if you ever have any questions or concerns about anything. Yeah. Um, and that is that right online there. Yes, it is right, online right there. at the bottom. You right go there. sign up for drop-in information and news. Yep. All right. So this is this site again is DIY craftandthrift.com yes I mean pretty easy I try to make it simple (laughs) you did a great job thank you so Kaya thank you so much for being with us today thank you for having me and the best of luck and I'll be definitely stopping by again please check things out absolutely all right and we thank you our listener for being here with us today Artful Living Jane Cormier your host we hope you'll join us again next time here on WKXL 1450 AM 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester have a great day out there